a few weeks ago, I was standing in the narthex at church chatting with this young lady. She was so sweet, so excited. She was talking about the music that our youth choir at church sings, and she was like, I want to join you guys one day. Now, our youth choir at church actually has a minimum age of ninth grade, which is not really an age, but you have to be in ninth grade to sing in the choir. And so I asked her, well, what grade are you in? And she hesitated for just a second too long. And so I said, are you homeschooled? And of course she was. Hi everyone, I'm Pam Barnhill and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers beat burnout, create doable systems and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 51 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Yeah, this is what homeschoolers do. They have to stop and think about what grade am I in before they answer. Because the answer is, first of all, they don't necessarily think about grades very often. And secondly, the answer is not always all that simple. And we're going to be talking about that. Now, before we do, I just want to remind you, come on over to pambarnhill.com slash Christmas and download your free Advent morning time plans. Every year at the holidays, we love to give away some kind of free morning time resource for you to just lean into the holidays and enjoy with your family. That's another thing homeschoolers get to do. And you will love these three weeks of Advent morning morning time plans. We've chosen the music, the poetry, the wonderful picture books, all the great activities, and you can just enjoy that with your family this holiday season. So pambarnhill.com forward slash Christmas. Okay, so back to those grade levels. Do they really matter all that much? And quite frankly, when it comes to homeschooling, they don't. I mean, in traditional schools, students are sorted into grades, not based on ability or even social skills, because let me tell you, there is a vast difference in social skills in sixth graders when you get to middle school and eighth graders when you get to middle school. Some of them are far advanced socially and some are lagging quite a bit behind. And this can actually be somewhat of a detrimental practice because uh, even physically, we would have sixth graders to eighth graders together at the same school. And those sixth graders coming in would be really small. And some of those eighth graders, especially if they'd been held back a couple grades, were really, really big. And so it is not a perfect system even in the schools, but they have to have some way to sort kids. And the easiest way for them to do this is to group all the five-year-olds together and say, hey, you're in kindergarten. And hey, take all the 10-year-olds together and say, hey, you're in fourth grade. It's just the one that the traditional schools have been able to do. It's not a perfect system, but they have to sort the kids somehow. And that's how they do it. Fortunately for us, homeschooling gives us way more flexibility and frankly the the ability to just kind of like dispense with the grade level nonsense altogether we don't have to worry about any kind of arbitrary grade level and this is big because then we can really lean into what each of our children need. There's no reason to have your child working in a fourth grade math book if they're actually able to do sixth grade math. They might as well be working at a higher level because that's what they're able to do. And the same thing goes with there's no sense in having your child working in a fourth grade language arts book if their language arts ability is equal to that of 
a second grader. And I'm using all of these terms very loosely because as homeschoolers, what we want to do is we want to take our kids through this linear system of building skills and take as long as we need for them to master each skill. And it doesn't matter what number is on the book. In fact, my favorite homeschool curriculums are the ones that measure levels using something other than grade. So for example, our favorite reading program is all about reading. And that it gives you level one, level two, level three, and level four. And those do not correspond with grade levels. The same thing with math. Our favorite math program for elementary school uses Greek letters. So it's alpha, beta, delta, gamma. And those don't correspond with grade levels either, especially because that math program is a mastery program. Actually, the reading program is as well. And so you want to start your child at the beginning and you want to keep making progress, moving them forward. And you really want to ignore the whole grade level thing, because in order for them to get to the next spot, they just have to master the thing that came before, and they have to constantly be moving forward in the process. And so the grade levels really don't matter. And you're going to find that your kids end up all over the place. They're more advanced in some subjects, more behind in others. And this is largely going to be based on their developmental abilities and their interests as well. So grade levels really don't matter in the homeschool. What about when your kid goes outside of your home and they maybe you uh, go to church or they're participating in some kind of boarding program out in the community. So what we did was we would just tell our kids, hey, you're in first grade, or hey, you're in third grade, or hey, you're in seventh grade. It doesn't mean anything, but just to let you know, in case somebody asks you, that's what you tell them so they can sort you with the other kids your age. And we just basically went with whatever grade they would have been in based on their age if they were in the public school system. And so that's just the easiest thing to do. Having said that, I will warn you, they don't talk about it or think about it a whole lot. And so they often forget what grade they're in. And we kind of have to sit and do the math. Oh, yeah, if you were in school right now, you would be in seventh grade. That's what you say to people. So they don't always remember. Now, the next thing to think about is how do we measure progress in our homeschools if we're not using grade levels? Well, I've already told you, grade levels are really arbitrary based on age and have nothing to do with where your child is in the process of mastering something or their abilities. And so you just observe the child and keep moving them to the next thing that they need to learn. And eventually, you're going to reach a point where they're ready to graduate. But even that is way more arbitrary than what you might think. I know of three families right now, and all three are making decisions about when they are graduating kids. So there's one family where the mom always said, well, he's in 11th grade, and now all of his peers are getting ready to graduate. He has enough credits. He's ready to move on to the next stage of his life. This mom is probably going to graduate this child this year and let him move on into either a dual enrollment kind of situation in the community college or just send him on off, let him take the ACT and and let him move on off to school. I know other families that are kind of doing 
the opposite situation where technically their child is of an age to be a senior and they're going to hold them at home for a fifth year, maybe do some dual enrollment, maybe do some more things at home and just let that child stay home one more year before they go off because that is the best thing for that child. So we need to look at the kids in front of us and decide, are they ready to fly? Are they prepared to go off? Or do they maybe need one more year to work on some things here? Or can you do some kind of hybrid situation where you're letting them take a couple of community college classes, even if they already have enough credits on their transcript to graduate, you're letting them take a couple of community college classes. So it really, really is way more arbitrary than we think about it being when we remember the grade levels that we might have grown up with. And it all starts with the fact that homeschooling is so very child-centered. What does this kid need? What do they need right now? And how can I help them to be the absolute best they could be? And that is so much more important than any grade level. Okay, so if you would like to read this blog post or maybe share it with somebody who doesn't listen to podcasts, you can come on over uh, to the blog post for this episode of the podcast. That's at pambarnhill.com forward slash TMBH51. And also you'll find a link to the uh, Christmas download over there. And just thank you so much for being a listener of the podcast really, really appreciate you doing that and sharing it with everyone. Everyone you know who homeschools and might be blessed by it. Thanks so much. And we will see you again next week. Until then, keep on homeschooling.